0: Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend.
1: You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry.
2: What is up Ascenders? You're not listening to Awaken, a show in which we dive into some conscious conversations to assist you in your ascension process. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy, a community of awakened leaders who have come together to ascend together. On Awaken, I invite on some of the most interesting and insightful teachers in the spaces of spiritual growth and personal transformation who join us to share with us their experience and their wisdom to help you ascend your consciousness and actualize your highest purpose and potential. But this is just the beginning because if you're looking to go deeper and recognize the importance of coming together with a supportive community of like-hearted individuals, well, I invite you to come check us out at the Ascend Academy. As an activated member of the Academy, you'll join us for our sessions and our classes where you'll get to learn and interact live with some of the teachers that we have on the show and from, of course, your fellow Ascenders. You'll also get access to our growing library of masterclasses of Ascension-related content now with over 50 hours worth of content. To give you the opportunity to try all of this out without any commitment or needing to pay, we're now offering a 30-day free trial on our Activated Memberships. This way you get to experience for a full month what it's like being there with us, after which you get to decide if you feel in alignment with continuing to be an Activated Member. And if not, that's totally cool too, Now that we also do offer a free membership to our community's online platform so that you can continue to connect with other Ascenders on the journey, some who may even be in your local area. And with this, you'll also be in the loop for when we have both in-person and online events that we open up to all. So if you are hearing the call to Unite and are ready to accelerate your process alongside with us, you can head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com to join our community and become our newest activated member. And now let's jump into another episode of Awaken. Sunders. In this episode, I am speaking to Avelina Moline, who is a gifted, intuitive channel who acts as an invitation into the frequencies of trust, love, surrender, and joy. In this episode, her and I get into a conversation in which we touch on topics like what it means to surrender and the significance that this has in our awakening process how we can embody our higher selves and our true nature, which you're about to find out is one of joy. You'll also find out about the role that our emotions play in our process, how to better understand and process them so that we can align ourselves with this frequency of joy. This conversation will act as a catalyst for you in your process of remembrance, remembrance of who and what you really are, And I'm really looking forward to you hearing it. So with that being said, what do you say we jump in? Slenders, this is Awaken with Avelina Moline. Our guest today is an intuitive channel and an awakened multidimensional consciousness who is supporting others in their awakening process. Through her gifts and inner standing of quantum energy and emotional alchemy, she helps us accelerate embodiment and the transformation of our consciousness. Avelina Moline emphasizes and encourages embracing the fullness of the human experience as a path to liberation and expansion. She guides both individuals and groups in alchemizing the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies in order to embody the power of their divine sovereignty and align to greater states of peace, joy, love, and abundance. Avelina is dedicated to being in the greatest service to all, and her work is serving our collective's expansion into unity consciousness. Her perception of the world and unconventional ways of thinking invites us to see beyond our limitations and recognize that there's so much more to us and our experience than we are led to believe. We were fortunate enough to have Avelina join us at the Together We Ascend Summit last year. Um, I've also been fortunate enough to to get to know her a little bit in a group experience that we're both a part of. Um, And in both of these settings, um, Abelina, hearing you share and and just your beingness, um, there's this invitation that I feel uh, into the frequency of joy, as we kind of were talking about before we hit record joy, trust, surrender. These are kind of the, uh, the feelings, the, the energies that I I feel you emanating and invite us and inviting us into. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really looking forward to now having you on the show, uh, to, to pay the same invitation to those that, that listen in. Welcome to Awaken.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction. And yes, as we got together, I'm feeling the waves of joy and, um, it's, it's actually all of our, our true nature to be in that energy. It's, it's, it's who we are. It's just whether we allow ourselves to uh, to, to access it, right? Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to our exploration here. Very happy to be here and with your audience and just to feel the energy and to allow ourselves to open our hearts, expand in whatever ways uh, we are um, capable of doing in this now moment.
2: Even in just that little share there, that snippet, um you're already kind of tapping into um a lot of what i i, I feel called to to explore with you mm-hmm. um, but before that, uh there's a question that I've been starting pretty much all episodes off on um and like I tell all my guests, interpret this however <laughs> you like, okay. Um, who are you, and why are you here?
1: Mm. who am i um
3: well, I would say, I
1: would say I'm source. <laughs> I am a uh, fractal of light from source that we all emanate from um, and that we all share in that, in that same light. Um, and I'm here to remind everyone of that, of who they are and that our experience here is a reflection of who we're being in the moment, and it is all here to remind us. Uh, it is all here uh, as a mirror to remind us of who of, of who we really are, who, who that light is within within each of us. And if we allow our experiences here to show us that, uh, then magic happens, and we 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 realize our 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 internal eternal selves. Uh, Within our human body, while we're while we're here, while we're in physical form, Uh, and that's the the gift right now of being here is the opportunities the this timeline that we're in this this whole ascension uh, period that we're in is really the biggest and greatest opportunity that we've ever had in any form that we've ever incarnated in on anywhere in the universe. This is where it's at right here, and we have the opportunity to be our God selves in a human body and that's never quite been done like it's the opportunity is here now for us, for us so you know we we have to choose right and the, that that opportunity is here so just um really assisting everyone in and re- reminding them of that that jo- that joy and love is always there in every moment
2: i can really feel from you this like this unwavering belief that this this really is our true nature uh joy yeah. and and well being um I'm willing to guess that that wasn't always the case, and i yeah find that there's often a journey that leads up to to believing that um, how have you personally come to believe that our true nature is one of joy?
1: Mm. um yeah, well, I've definitely had my experience of three d reality in <laughs> many, many years of it um. And it's more it for me, it was more of, uh, you know, that that resonance of, of knowing that like ever since I was younger, I, I I remember just as a child looking up at the sky and knowing that I understood the universe, you know, and, and, and seeing the adults and just feeling that there was so much more. And, you know, you go through the whole the programming, the conditioning and at some point, you know, whatever it is that triggers you to to wake up. And for me, it was actually lucid dreaming. Um, and through many of those experiences of of going out of body and realizing that I'm not my human form, uh, and being able to experience myself outside of form, um, you know, accessing um, incredible states of bliss, you know, even in the astral realm, um, and 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 just the the knowingness. It's it's like when you connect with your higher self and and you, you bring that energy in, there's a knowing there where there's just no question. There, there's not even a question to arise anymore. There's no space for question because it's, it's a state of being. And when you start to feel that there's, there's no disputing it. There's no, uh, the mind doesn't have, the mind can't come in and, and, and doubt it because it's just, um, it's a, it, it's a state of being, it's an isness. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself at my words and, you know, cause it sounds so cliche, but uh, it's a feeling and your feelings are are true, right? There's nothing more true than our, 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 our feeling, you know, for, you know, our thoughts are, you know, we, if we're going to identify with the thoughts, we get carried away, but the feeling is our true sense of where our guidance is coming from. You know, where our higher self, where our source is trying to show us the way is through feeling at this time in our human vessel. That's why the emotional body is so important to be able to navigate your emotions and your feelings, Uh, because when you start to access that and you can distinguish between your emotions and your feelings and you realize what you're feeling is true. I mean, the body, the body doesn't lie, right? The body, the body has so much to reveal to you uh, of who you are. And so, yeah, through feeling, and it brings you that knowingness. Uh, nice. so it's trusting it's 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 trusting and getting to that state where you you know what you're feeling, and then that's your truth, that's your compass.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How do we bring ourselves to to access this this feeling of knowingness?
1: uh well, through practice, you know, through really practice of observing your, uh, yourself, your mental body, your perceptions. Uh, usually we get caught up in a mental pattern and that's when we get caught up in emotions, right? Because our emotions are, are, are linked to the, to the mind. Um, it, you know, our emotions are really just the, the, the mind's interpretation of what we're feeling. Right because our emotional body is the is the bridge right from our mind right so we have our physical body our our, our emotional body our mental body the emotional body is the bridge so it, when we have thoughts you know in, as a human we can experience our thoughts you know we use our thoughts to create right we we're creating so if, if, if we didn't have an emotional body, we wouldn't be able to experience our thought. We wouldn't have a, a sense of the thoughts. We actually can experience our thoughts through our emotional body because we have a felt sense uh, interpretation of the thought. But what we do is we get caught up in that pattern and, and, and we start telling ourselves stories about the sensations and then we get caught in a loop. So when we can drop the story and drop the mental, um, the, the addiction of, of labeling and judging, then we get into the feeling. And then it's in that feeling that all that, it wants to be met. And, and we've all heard this where, where you, you meet it with presence, right? You meet the feeling, you meet the sensation with presence. And and, and that's when you're in neutrality. When, when, when you don't have the story and you're just observing it, it becomes quite simple, actually. And you realize the simplicity of how you can actually dissolve the 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 patterns the emotional patterns in your in, in in your field and once you do that and you can feel and you you understand that the feelings are just they're just sensations they can't hurt you they're not even who you are right there's no point in even identifying with them they're just passing through you mm-hmm. then then whenever an emotion comes it's just like oh okay it, it it this 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 will pass and it's just it it that doesn't stick you know so there so you you have this uh, flow of sensation, just be able to move through you, and then so then you can determine what's what it is you're feeling. Then you know what when I'm walking into this situation, what it feels like when I walk into this room, what the energy feels like, because we've lost touch with how to feel. And to me, on my journey, the the one of the first things I learned was to feel, feel, feel. Like there is nothing more important than feeling. And when you get that aspect down um that's when like that's when things really start to move you know when you have your emotional body is clear then you start looking at you know the beliefs you're holding and how how that those limitations and they they get subtler and subtler and subtler right because the mental body is more subtle than the than the emotional body And and then you have the celestial the causal the astral and so on um so there's many ways to to to, to look inward. Right. And so the emotion, you know, doing, using your emotions is um, really foundation for, uh, for anyone. We all have to, we all have to go through that stage. We all have to get to a point where we understand our emotions and we use them as a tool yeah. to, to, to show us where, what we're holding on to.
0: hmm
2: well, first I, I'm loving the the bridge, the the connection that you're drawing between our, our inner knowing and feeling. Um, yeah. there's a sentence there that I, I really want to better understand. And it's um correct me if I if I don't have this right, um, but you said the the emotions is our was it the interpretation, our mind's interpretation of what we're feeling? Yeah. Um, okay, so I I'd love to hear you um differentiate between the two emotions yeah. and
1: feeling. Okay, so uh, an emotion, okay, is an emotion, right? It's a it's a movement. So when we have a sense of uh, a feeling of something, we sense something in our body. We immediately our mind is going to start to identify with that sensation. It's going to label it. It's going to judge it. It may have a story with it, right? So so then now we're the mind has an identity with the physical sensation. And so we interpret that. And then when we interpret that, we create more sensation. Mm-hmm. So it creates a looping pattern, right? Because we can only experience our thought through, uh, through a feeling, through, a, through an emotion. So a feeling, just a feeling is just a sense in the body. It's the body's senses of something. So you can feel things and not have an emotion, you can feel when you step out in the sun and the sun's beating on your face. You can feel when there's a presence behind you or somebody walks in the room. It's a felt sense. It's a feeling. There's nothing. There's no mental story to it. There's no mental identification with it. It's just a feeling. But we get caught in that loop of emotion and we don't process the emotion. We keep repeating the motion over and over. We keep living through it. Because we get a, a, a feeling, say for example, anger, and anger can feel very hot in the body. It's going to produce a lot of heat, and then we're like, oh, you know, like there's, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this. This doesn't feel good, and and, and we start telling ourselves a story about, oh, why am I angry, or what, why am I feeling this? He said, she said, all all these other things start kicking in, and then we perpetuate it, and so now we're having the thoughts. And now we're going to have felt some sensation based on those thoughts because we're starting to identify with this thought, this story pattern. Whereas if we just stay in our center and we we let all that, we let the stories go, we let the judgments go, we let the labels go, and we just feel, we just drop and feel what's in the body. It's like, oh, well, that's, that's not so bad, right? It's just it's just a feeling. It's not, there's, there, there's nothing, if I just sit with it and be present with it you're meeting it with that energy of presence. You're meeting it with that awareness. You're meeting it with love because you're meeting it with neutrality. Cause you're not caught up in the drama and the spin. And then it moves because energy is going to move wherever we put our attention to the energy moves. And so naturally that's going to shift maybe to other parts of the body or, you know, it's in, in you just, whatever rises. And then over time that gets, less and less and less. So whatever that situation was, the next time that occurs, it doesn't have the, the, uh, uh, it doesn't stick, right. There's nothing to, there's nothing to trigger you because you're mm-hmm. clear and it just blows right through you. Right. I hope I explained that. Um,
2: we're going to keep going it. We're gonna yeah. keep it. Um, but we're not going to overcomplicate it either. Yeah. Um, would you say that this practice of observing, um, from neutrality and presence is sufficient for the healing of our, our emotional body, the processing of those emotions. Yes. I mean, you, just
1: like you said, you can keep it simple. I mean, there's, there's so many tools out there, right? There's so many ways of doing things, but it all boils down to us feeling what we're feeling in our body and taking responsibility to it, right? Like the ability to respond. Okay. I'm feeling something what is my response going to be? Am I going to own this? Am I going to own what I'm feeling or am I going to try to project it to my outward reality? Because we know the outward reality is just a reflection of what's internal everything, your entire existence in this 3d complex is a mirror of what's inside. So as soon as you take responsibility for whatever you're feeling mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with your situation, your circumstance, then things, that's when things move. That's when you're like, Oh, okay. I'm the creator. I'm the creator of my reality. What's present. What's showing up here. What's, what's, what's happening in my field. What's bothering me. What's, what's keeping me from my center. If I am not in my center, if I am not, you know, in my internal state of peace, love, and joy, then there's something being present coming to presence that wants to be witnessed. Mm -hmm. That wants to, wants to be met doesn't want to be pushed away. You know, it doesn't want to be get rid of. It just wants to be met. It just wants to be witnessed because ultimately it at all. We all put it there out of love for ourselves. You know, all these densities and, and patterns, we put it there to protect ourselves because we thought we needed protection because we didn't feel safe. We put it there out of love for ourselves. So ultimately all of it is made of love. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, there's nothing that can hurt us. Nothing that can harm us it was all put there by ourselves out of love to protect ourselves. And our jobs now is to meet that, dissolve that so we can remember who we really are.
2: That piece of taking responsibility, I think already kind of just brings it home for me. Um, Yeah. Bringing together both the, Witnessing as the neutral observer and as you've shared, how that in itself can can cause for the or allow for the energy to shift, not even cause just allow for it to, to yeah. shift um and from that place being able to to take responsibility and respond rather than react from there
1: um, yeah. Yeah. You're taking back your power. Otherwise you're just giving your power away. You're giving your sovereignty away. You're giving your power away to the external projection that you yourself are creating. So you ultimately you're falling victim to yourself. Mm. You're falling victim to your own projection. Mm. So when you realize that you realize the power that you have, you realize the ultimate creator that you are. And it's, it's, we're so powerful. We're so powerful that we're actually creating this.
3: It's quite incredible. Mm-hmm. I believe you. <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> and, um, I think that perspective of I'm a powerful creator of my reality can sometimes be hard to, to reach for, and it can feel yeah. like a, a reaching for it. Um, yeah. It can be a conceptual knowing. I, I always conceptually know that. Um, yes. That's, that's very true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It has to be, um, it has to be a state of being in it. Not, not from the mind. Um,
2: How do you embody that state of being? We,
1: we get there. Okay. We get there by, listening, right? Really like establishing that connection with your higher self, right? Because there's degrees of embodiment, right? You know, we have our soul, we have our higher self, our oversoul all the way up to, you know, our, our highest aspects of, of source. And there's no limits to the potential right now of what we can embody. Uh, so it's a, it's a journey that is quite expansive uh, that we have right now. So really establishing that connection and, and establishing your own your own sense of guidance, your own sense of listening to yourself. And we can cultivate our higher selves actually listening to us, right? Because it's always speaking to us. Our higher self is always speaking to us. Um, and it, it, it's speaking to you from your, your true nature It's speaking to you from that love, light, and joy. It's not, it's not going to say, you know, you know, this is what you need to do. Right. And, and, and it's it, because you're already that, which you're seeking. Right. So it, the higher self doesn't say, oh, you should do this or you should do that. It's, it's rather when you feel yourself come out of alignment, you know, that's your higher self saying, you know, Hey, you know whatever's happening right now is, is not in alignment with your true nature, right? So it, it becomes more of a correcting, correcting your, your, your perception, right? So when you perceive reality in a way that's distorted, you're pulling yourself out of alignment with your higher self. And and we interpret that feeling as suffering because that doesn't feel good, right? So your higher self is always speaking to you, um, you know, through the, through this energy, and it's using your circumstances to show you. So anytime you experience something that is disturbing your state of being, know that it's your higher self pointing to you that, that there's something off in some way. And then the practice becomes really simple. You know, it, it's it's pausing and asking your higher self "Well, show me show me where my perception is off. You know, and, and 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 that's how you hone the, the voice of, of 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 truth. You know, it's simply acknowledging that that your perception is off anytime there's anything that's causing any type of suffering, no matter how small, you know, and then that desire to be shown, your higher self is going to bring it. So it's making use of the circumstances, it's making use of the challenging experiences and turning them into a catalyst. Right, because they're all here to 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 show us. And you know, most of us we're, we're, we're going through life, we're completely unaware of our circumstances and unaware that of the opportunities that that are right there. But our life, you could almost say, your life is like your higher self. It's literally showing you, you know, what's w- w- where you're feeling separate yeah. from from yourself. Um, so yeah, once you start to really accept you know, that life is happening for you, not to you, you know, it starts to become your greatest teacher. Right. So it's asking, asking with really genuine uh, curiosity and and you start to see everything unfolding and and right in front of you and you're there to be witnessed. So yeah, it's, um, you know, you can overcome lifetimes of suffering, uh, when you decide to face and learn from what's right in front of you. Um, and, and because that's, that's going to point you, point you to the truth. It's, it, it's just simple. If we, if we really, distill it all down. I mean, there, I went through my the many, many years of on my journey of trying to find tools and, and working with different people. And I realized at one point, I was like, Oh my God, it's all been right here in front of me. It's all been so simple. I've been making it way too complicated, way too complicated. And it's very, very simple some of the most profound learning things are, are always simple.
2: We yeah. still have to things. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to point out that this is the, uh, the second episode in a row that that quote, um, life is happening for you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It, um, it was kind of the focal point of, uh, or definitely a, a major theme in the last one. So, um, whenever That's something awesome. is resurfacing and just coming back up and again and again, um, I, I usually take that as a notice to, to pay attention.
1: Yeah. 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 Because you create, you're creating everything. Every circumstance is every, you know, molecule, every vision that you see is your creation.
2: Yeah. And the way that living through that lens of like, it's all happening for me and it's all trying to show me something about myself or where I can be in in greater alignment with, with my highest perspective. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it it opens up so much. um, Yeah. You can
1: relax. It's like, oh, okay, let me let me just sit back then and 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 enjoy this life. Allow allow myself to go through the challenges and hold joy at the same time, right? I don't I don't have to, you know, get so caught up in the drama of taking myself so seriously and the challenges that are in front of me and 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 know that, you know, whatever happens is always for my highest good. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether how I navigate it, it almost it doesn't matter. The further I get away from source, the greater, the greater the suffering, which is perfect because now it's just, it's serving as my catalyst to get me back where I needed to go. So whether we're taking our time getting there, it's, you know, there's there's no race, there's no rush, Hmm. but it's had this timeline. It's happening very fast. And a lot of us are, you know, we're, we're going on, we're on this fast track, whether we want to be or not. So it can be intense. So you know, when we shift our perspective, because our perspective is is everything, right? How we're going to perceive what we're, you know, how are we going to interpret what, what we're uh, experiencing determines how we're going to experience the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, just one person can experience the same thing with great joy and the other person can have it with great suffering.
2: Mm-hmm. Reminds you of another quote, um, everything will be okay when you're okay with everything.
1: Yeah, that's so perfect. simple right it's always simple
2: i'm glad you're you're already uh offering this invitation into the the energy of relaxation and just kind of like making it easy um because one of the other things that i think i'm ready to to introduce uh to the mix that i want to hear you share about is um a topic that ironically when uh, i first heard you share about it i was a bit resistant and Mm. i'm gonna find out why Uh, (laughs) Because the topic is surrender.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Um, so surrender, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, gets, I think most of the listeners of the show by now would have heard this being uh, this word, this term being used in the, the context of um, awakening and expanding mm-hmm. our, our sense of self-awareness. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, even in just that term, uh, there's this connotation, I think of kind of giving up, I, I think, yeah. right? how the yeah. word is at least traditionally used. Um, it has a kind of sense of, or, you know, this, this idea of surrender is to, to kind of give up. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm willing to guess that it's not just that. Um, so I I know that this is something you speak to. So I'd love to hear you to share. Um, yeah. What does, it, what does it mean to surrender? And why? Yeah.
1: And I, ha- I remind myself all, this all the time because once you think you've surrendered, like completely surrendered, there's always more surrendering. (laughs) And yeah, it's true. We, we, we hear surrender and we, we, we think it's, you know, that we've been defeated, right. Or that we've lost. Um, but really it's letting go, it's letting go of control and, and it can be the most beautiful, uh, shift and, 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 and constant shift that it offers you when you, um, when you let go of that concept of really being at war with yourself and and it's really being at war with your mind, it's, it's the war of fear. It's the war of control. Um, and, and when we, when we surrender, we just stop resisting, right? Because we know resistance is the suffering. It's not what is that's the suffering. It's the, the, the energy of resisting, uh, that causes the suffering. You know, and, and when we, we surrender, we allow for the ease, right? We, we, we it, it's, and we actually end up doing less. It like life becomes easier. Things start to flow. Things start to unfold magically, almost effortlessly. When we're, when we're, when we're not surrendering, we're putting a lot of effort into something. We're putting a lot of energy into something. We're trying to make something happen. Uh, we're 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 fighting, we're pushing, right? It's exhausting, right? You know, so if we stop trying so hard, right? because when we're trying, we're not in the energy of joy. We're not in that energy of relaxation. you know, we're, we, you 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 let go, you put your intention out, you trust, right? And you believe the outcome is going to unfold perfectly for you. when you do that, you 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 give space for the universe to actually make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. So it's letting go of the doubt, the fear, and the worry, right? You know, I think, there was a quote I heard that, you know, wor- wor- worrying is using your imagination to create something you don't want. <laughs> which is it, which is so true. It's almost laughable, yeah, right? So yeah. um yeah, so it's 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 letting go of the belief that we can't have the things that we desire. Yeah. Right. So so we trust in ourselves. And when we trust, you know, we trust in the world, you know, we're sending out that energy that we're that we're ready to receive. Um and it's very actually similar to the energy of forgiveness, you know, um, and it's also very similar to the energy of letting go of judgment, right? You could say that forgiveness is the opposite of judgment. And what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is is very similar to surrender in that, that you're 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 letting go of the expectations of what you wanted and you're letting that moment of whatever's arising in the moment, the path that it's taking you to get there, you're trying to create something and maybe it's going this way or that way. And you trust because maybe there's something even more magical that you hadn't even thought of, you know, before. So you're stepping out of, of, of the limits, right? So, you know, with forgiveness and we've all, it's the same thing, right? We've all heard about forgiving, forgiving and forgiving, but and we've heard all the quotes around forgive to, uh, forgiveness, but when we really forgive and we really drop into a deep forgiveness, we realize that, you know, there's nothing to forgive, right? It just drops away altogether. And you're simply incapable of holding a grudge against anyone or anything. And And you see that everyone is just where they are on their path and that that no matter what anyone else does, it isn't a reflection on you and it doesn't affect who you are in any way. And then you're capable of seeing yourself in the same way. You know, how could I, how could I not forgive or love myself simply because of the level of consciousness that I was at during this circumstance or, or, or that circumstance, you know, that that was just my level of awareness at the time. So how how could that be wrong? How could that be wrong? So you know if we fully forgive ourselves we we ascend to that energy of love and and it's very similar to surrender where we're just surrendering to that moment allowing how the universe is presenting itself to us you know when we can allow ourselves to be in that energy of love and allow, we we start to allow that to be our 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 guiding barometer for our whole life. And then you become that frequency of love and you lose the ability to judge and you see the world that way and you elevate your frequency to that love or above. And then you're, you're literally making ways in the collective consciousness then. So, you know, forgiveness, the same as surrender. It's a, it's the path to opening your heart, right? It's the Mm -hmm. path to um, you know, the, the heart energy, you know, Of leaving, of letting go of judgment and separation, you know, so, because if we have judgments around other people, if we see anyone as separate from us, our heart closes to that perception, right? When we have that, we're holding that perception, our heart closes, right? And that doesn't feel good, right? And yet our heart is able to remain open when we we have that perfect forgiveness of nothing to forgiveness and we see everything is innocent. You know, uh, and uh, of course, it doesn't mean we don't try to alleviate suffering or any or injustices. It, it's just we 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 meet we meet it from that place of love and 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 no judgment, uh, and then we we allow that um, love to, to to move through us. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it it's it's again, it's so simple when we can just let go of whatever, however is being what is being presented for us in the moment. And it's so freeing. It's literally, that's, that's what freedom is. When we surrender, when we let go, we we forgive the world, we forgive the moment, we forgive the circumstance. When we surrender to whatever is present, it's so freeing. It's like total freedom. There's no worry. There's no control. And then you, then you enjoy what's happening. Like you, you actually enjoy the path. You enjoy it. Like when I, uh, for example, when I, um, when I moved my last move, you know, I didn't. I showed up. I didn't know where I was going to live. I was staying at a at Airbnb. I, ha, I was clueless, right? I, I, I had a certain time frame, and you know, did I allow the pressure? No, I didn't. I just completely let go of any worry, any doubt, not even a thread. And it was probably the deepest level of surrendering I had, I had ever done. And literally, I had a place to show up in less than twenty-four hours. Uh, a, a home, uh, way more than I expected and i you know was signed a lease and everything within like 24 hours and i wasn't even planning on looking for a place but but that's how things flow when you surrender you know mm-hmm. you you hold the intention you take the action you need and you give it to the universe and you allow your higher self to 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 bring it mm-hmm. it's a deep deep level of trust mm-hmm. trusting trusting in yourself because you're again that powerful and it can happen
2: I see you already drawing the connection between surrender and just the allowing of mm-hmm. the unfolding of our desires um, because that desire piece was definitely something I want to, to, to kind of even dive deeper into because yeah. um, it's, it's easy for me to, to see how surrender can can feel liberating and easy and relaxing. Um, yeah. The piece that I feel can be a little bit of a, block to that or where the resistance lies in myself and I'm um, mm-hmm. so many others is the but if i surrender i'm not going to get what i want yeah and here are all the things that i want and these are all the things i think i need to do to get there um, yeah so how do we reconcile this like how how would you reconcile the practice of surrender with
1: balance the balancing of what you want to create for yourself and, and the, yeah 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 um well, it stems from it, 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 you know the the fact that we our challenge right is that we have a hard time perceiving that everything is in our is for our highest and best good that everything is actually what we're experiencing is good for us and so we have this tendency to think that we know what's best for us you know so we we resist reality instead of trusting in life um, so if we hold the assumption that everything is working for us. You know, we we refer to that as acceptance, right? So you're no longer seeking change of the moment. you know so you're re- you're receptive to what the moment is is asking for you. Um, so attachments desires, you know, those are those are kind of what make us suffer, but it's not that we don't have um, an intention, right? It's just we don't hold on to that intention. We don't hold on to it in a way of, of attachment. We don't ha- hold on to it in a way of how we want it, to, the outcome of it to be. You know, if that, de- if that desire doesn't happen, then, are, are, you know, is that, how, is that gonna, how are we going to let that affect us? Because ultimately, every desire we have yeah. ultimately stems from the desire to know ourselves. So whether you're an artist or you're creating this or you're creating that, All of it is a path. It's a desire that, that comes up in you because you have a desire to know yourself. So there's a deeper desire that comes, that comes from. So it's trusting in that deeper desire and allowing your life to show you what, what, what you need and not what you want. Right. Because we know desires cannot be fulfilled. They can only be multiplied. Right. So it's, it's actually the satisfying of desires that creates more desires, right? The more you have it, the more you want, the more you need. So, desiring for an outcome, it it, it can only let, let ever let you down, right? You know, it, it it it's if you have an outcome and it's like this beneficial, this amazing experience, then you hold on to it, right? You're you get attached to it, so then you, you're only going to be let down from it. It, it, it. A desire cannot make you happy. It can only perpetuate uh, an unhappiness, right? It, it it's it has, it only ever seems to have an outcome that made you happy in the past because you simply misinterpreted the reason for your happiness, right? So happiness actually comes from the collapsing of the desire, not the fulfillment of it. Happiness is, is, is the state of pure being, right? It just like um, Buddha says, you know, it's, it's emptiness, right? So, You know, if if you think back to a moment where you can remember where you were extremely happy, extremely satisfied, you know, you know, maybe it was spending time with 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 loved ones or you were on a vacation. Right. You can see that, you know what you remember that you were happy simply because you didn't want anything in that moment. You were fulfilled in that moment. Right. The, you you got the thing that you wanted. And so you desire the desire for it collapsed and it. So it was the collapsing of that desire that you became totally satisfied with, with the shape of that present moment that, that was, ta- that, that took place. So, you know, there's nothing, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with the saying, Oh, I'm going to give myself this experience. I want to have this experience. I'm going to see if this experience actually fulfills me in the end And you'll find that no matter how great the outcome is, you're almost always going to want some, there's going to be another want afterwards, Mm -hmm. right? So the satisfaction of desires, you really leads to uh, disappointment. So in a sense, it's almost like it never happened, right? The next time you're in that space of wanting or desire, it's like, well, what, what, all those other things that made me so happy, what, 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 what was the point of that? They're, they're gone. Why, how come I can't sustain that? Right. I want to sustain it. Right. Um, So it's like that, that itch that never gets, never gets scratched. Right. So we, we want to, you know, not, you know, having something we want to create as an intention, but we are experiencing it without clinging to it or experiencing it without uh, having an attachment to the outcome. Mm -hmm. So we're not resisting what's occurring we're not resisting how it's going to unfold we're letting the universe let it unfold however however way how way it wants to um so you know one of the reasons why we're here um uh, you know and, and incarnated as a soul is to work out these patterns and to work out these like unmet desires right and the way they until they keep playing out until our only desire is for source itself and, that there's, and, and to come to the realization that there's truly only one desire in the universe, which is to know to know ourselves. And this and this desire is what gave birth to the entire universe. It's actually the only desire you have. It is the only desire you have. And so our desire is the catalyst you know, that, that's leading us to a final realization that the only thing that can satisfy me is knowledge of myself. So, because desire is a bridge that we have to cross, it's not that we should shun our desires, but that we should actually expand them and to desire something greater than you know bodily pleasures or fleeting experiences to desire something eternal and everlasting and and to keep tuning tuning up our desire until it becomes so great and so wide that that only, you know, the supreme reality itself can, can satisfy it. (laughs) And, and that's, you know, that's, that's the journey, right? That's, that's the journey that we're on, all of us. So it's, it's realizing that. And once you, once you dive into knowing that the true the only true thing you desire is to embody your higher self, which is when you're in that state of pure love, joy in, in in every experience that you do, then there's nothing left to desire. You just get to enjoy everything. Everything becomes enjoyable Mm. because you can hold that energy and still witness an experience happening in your external reality, but it's not going to, it's not going to move you because you're, you're here. You're, you know who you are. You feel that you feel that vibration and that's truth. That's the truth of who you are. So everything is pointed us, pointing us back to that. Even our desires
2: is focusing
3: on anything otherwise.
2: Hmm. Is it serving as a distraction from aligning with that one true desire?
1: Uh, if you allow it to be, it can be. But if if you're if you if you're if you're following your heart, if you're following what, following what your heart is saying to you, then those desires for a certain situation is going to ultimately teach you something, mm-hmm. right? So, so, in a sense, it's, it's, it's creating opportunities for us to learn, to expand, to, to open our hearts, to come back home, to remember right? So the desires, you know, again, can also be a tool. Okay. So um, I desire to create this um, in my reality. And so why am I doing that? What is the main purpose behind my desire? Knowing that, you know, where's this desire stemming from? Is it just, is it coming from my ego or is it coming from my heart? Because if it's coming from my heart, then it's, all, it's always going to serve. And even if, if it comes from your ego, it's, it's going to be a learning lesson. There's, there's never a wrong choice. It's a matter of how, how aware are you going to be? How, how, how are, are you going to um, allow yourself to perceive what you're, what you're choosing? Because we're constantly choosing. So holding that perception of, you know, where, where is this coming from? Where, is, where are my desires stemming from? Because we're all here on a path. We're all creating something. So there are all these desires to create things are all stemming you back to source. They're all all taking you back home.
2: Could the tuning into the knowingness of the heart ever point us in the direction of wanting to create something tangible?
1: Creating something like, you mean tuning into the heart and creating something physical?
2: So again correct me if I'm I'm wrong but it seems like what you're sharing is that you know if we we really tune in what we'll what we'll find is that what we really want to know what we really desire is to to know ourselves that's that's, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. we truly desire and that may you know we may come to to think that we want this or that um yeah. but really what it's rooted in is is that um that yeah. our desire um so I guess what I'm asking is, this inspiration to to to
3: create something in in the world,
2: mm-hmm. um, could that be in alignment with with this this knowing of our, our of our higher self? Is that?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because that's what's one of the reasons we're here, right? We're here to express ourselves and to create things. And to create things in the 3D reality, and we're creating for ourselves and each other to, to, to bring us all back home, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever we're creating, we're serving ourselves, we're serving others. If it's an inspiration, if it's a true inspiration, you know, create, creating in the physical is, 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 is because right now we're all in physical form and we're all trying to bring our higher selves into our body. We're all trying to rem- remember to bring our God selves into our physical form. So however that looks like, whatever form that takes is, 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 is perfect. If it's in the vibration of, you know, from coming from your inspiration, which inspiration means coming from spirit, right? Coming from your higher self. Mm -hmm. It's moving through you, right? It's moving through you. So that expression is, is a, is a way of uh, sharing yourself, right? You're sharing the vibration of, what, of, of what it, whatever it is you want to share, whatever your creation is. And that's how we share love. That's how we share the vibration with each other. It's how we wake each other up.
2: Yeah. That feels to me more more, more of a pure intention than mm-hmm. trying to make something happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I want to put a little bit of context to this because this is exactly what I was referring to when I, I described the resistance in me that okay. um, I, I was being called to just bring some awareness to when this message of, of surrender came up. Um, you know, again, I, 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 it's quite easy to, to see how surrender and liberation and surrender and even um, inner peace kind of goes, mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. Ah, if I surrender and just trust as it is when I practice that, you know, there is this sense of relief in the body and, in being. Yeah. The and then there's this, this pursuit, um, you know, admittedly this here's the vision and mm-hmm. I'm going to, to go for it. Um, you know, when you said, you know, if we're trying, we're, we're not, we're not in joy. You know, yeah. I, I, I kind of get that. I kind of get yeah. that if we're, we're trying to make something happen in this thought that, or in this belief that having that fulfilling that will make me feel better Then we we are impeding our joy in that, in that, in the now moment. Yeah. Um, But then there's this, this part of me that, that says, you know, but I like having these Mm -hmm. intentions and these goals uh, that I set myself after. I enjoy that experience. And um, yeah, it, it, Still doesn't feel like there's this yeah. nice mesh between yeah. trust and um, aligning with that.
1: Yeah. Um well what I'm hearing in that is it's also um letting go of the rigidity of the what you want to create. Mm-hmm. So when we're putting when we're efforting, we we really want this, we want to make this happen. Well, what if the universe is sort of like you're getting pushback, right? It's not actually happening, right? You're, you're trying to create something that's not, the flow is just not there, right? So what does that tell you? Okay, so let me, let me just take a step back. Where, where is the flow, right? Maybe, maybe what I'm trying to create is, I mean, I've got the right intention, but what if there's something greater here? And I'm so focused on this, that I'm missing all of this, mm-hmm. right? I'm missing, I'm missing a bigger, sp- bigger spectrum. So it's allowing the universe to show you and to, and to flow with the river rather than trying to force it because what, you're, what you want to create, maybe there could be something greater for it in you greater there that you can't even conceive of. What if you can't even conceive of that right now? What if your brain is not, can't hold that? But if we focus and we want something, we try to create it and it's not working, then it's time to step back. It's time to step back and let things shift. Doesn't mean you you have to let go of it completely, but just let let me step back and see, you know, what else needs to to happen here? Maybe there's a change here that's going to, you know, all of a sudden there's going to be this expansion in my, in whatever I'm creating that I wasn't allowing room for it because I was here. I was so here. So it's, it's given, it's given yourself the freedom in your creations. Mm-hmm. It's like having like the way we have to create now, like before the way we'd create, it's almost like if you had a painting and you'd have a canvas, right. And there's a border and you're like, okay, so this is the frame I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to balance out the painting and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, cause I, I remember taking art classes and it's like, okay, you know, you, you have everything balanced out. Right. But now it's like, you just start painting. And there is no border to the canvas. You just start painting and then you step back and you go, okay, my creation's done. Let me just put the board around here. This is, this is the painting. This is, this is the creation, right? So it's, it's, it's allowing um, the, there has to be more freedom in, in the creation. You have to let your higher self and universe show you. And that's, that's surrendering to however, letting it unfold, however it wants to unfold. Rather than trying to control it, because that's going to give you more satisfaction, way more Mm -hmm. satisfaction, way beyond that you can imagine. Because we know, as we just were talking about desires, if you created that the way you wanted to, and then it would be like, oh, okay, yeah, I created that. Okay. Do I feel the sense of, you know, immaculate joy, peace, and love from it? Maybe for a moment. Mm-hmm. But inevitably, that's you're gonna. It, there's gonna be something else that's gonna stir up in you. That's gonna want you're gonna want to create something else because you're searching for that eternal peace, joy, and love. And so it's always, you know, it's always. If we're attached to that creation, it's never gonna fulfill us. It's never gonna fulfill us. It's the eternal state of being that uh, is is what we're searching for. Yeah.
2: I'm hearing the the difference between creating from from pure inspiration and mm-hmm. creating um with an attachment to to a particular yeah. is that a yeah. fair a fair sum? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No no attachment to what it's gonna look like, how it's gonna show up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Does having a vision ever have a place then?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean we create with our imagination. So Um, but it's the same thing, having a vision and letting it go. Maybe that vision is going to change. Maybe you needed that vision to take you to this certain place. So you could, you know, meet these people or, or discover this. so you could create something else. And really that, that was just a stepping stone. So it's not holding on to those visions, not, not, you know, having a vision, but, you know, sort of having it and being like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to hold that vision, hold that intention. And that's, that's going to be in my background. That's going to be here, but it's not going to it's not going to run me. It's yeah. not going to dictate me. It's not it's not going to control me. It's having that loose that loose you're holding it but you're not attached to it. And if it falls away, that's no big deal because something more amazing is going to come along. And we hold on to it, we don't allow space for something new to come in. When we hold on to something we have to create, you know, your higher self could be like, "Oh my god, we've been waiting for you to <laughs> to you know, get this message and, 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 and go into this whole new chapter of your life, but you're holding on to, to this
2: one. Yeah.
1: And maybe it's time to move on to something else.
2: And that's keeping us distracted from the knowing. Yeah. Thing to, to drop through.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just like when you see a, a person in a relationship and they're like, oh, I really want Uh, another relationship or someone like this is, you know, where it's, I can have this open and beautiful relationship, but they're still in the old one, (laughs) you know, they're still, they're still hanging on. It's like, well, you, you you don't have space, you're the, you know, given the universe room to, to bring someone else new in. So you have to like, you have to take that step first, right. You have to take the step on that invisible staircase. Right. And just allow the, I forgot what that's called, but where the steps just appear. Right.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a visual of like where you're, you're um, the moving staircases. There's a as name for it. The, the and
2: stair
1: as stair. you walk, the stairs appear. No. Um, and I can't recall the name of that, the, the, the staircase, but it's, it's similar to that. You just, you have to trust.
2: Trust. Yeah, that's and that's,
1: really that's, that's the surrendering. Yeah. You have to trust.
2: I'm going to really like just nip here. <laughs>
1: yeah. Go <laughs> um. ahead.
2: Well, first I actually also want to mention that another message that's really coming through as you share is uh, you know, prioritizing the the feeling uh, and the emotion, the frequency, mm-hmm. right? When I brought up the the topic of the vision and and holding that, um, I think even more important than um holding on to the the picture that we have in our head um mm-hmm. is the practice of aligning ourselves with with what we want to feel, um that, mm-hmm. that frequency of joy. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I I thought it was important to kind of mention that as well. Um, I'm going to nitpick. You know, I'm I'm totally on board with this this perspective of, I wrote in my journal the other day, um, Let the Universe Take the Lead.
3: Um, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And why that felt right for me at the time was because I felt a sense of relief in re- writing that. And I, I mm-hmm. kind of use that as a, a little bit of a North star, right. When something feels, um, let's say joyous, um, yeah. we're alive. Those are, those are kind of my, like, okay, that's, that's something you want to be paying attention to. So when I, when I wrote that, let the universe take the lead, I felt relief and I'm like, okay, so it's an alignment to, to, to play in this, this perspective a little bit, um, at least right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Um,
2: I still consider that there's there's a time and a place for I'm the creator of my reality and I get to choose.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And those two things kind of seem to me like contrary. They're they're two different perspectives. And to to hold them both at once, um, the mind has a has has trouble with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So again, to to just be really clear, it's I think what we've been really describing, it, and it's the letting the universe take the lead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there ever a time and place for, but I'm the one creator being, and that means I get to choose what I create.
1: Mm-hmm. You do both. Both are true. They're not actually exclusive of each other. So you do ha- you do choose right, and your higher. It may not be in alignment with your higher self right? So we have the free will of, of, of choosing when we're choosing our, our own path, but ultimately we are our higher selves, right? And our choosing, and, and this is, is as far as being in human body, you know, we have ego also. So the ultimate, and what, what you were saying about the feeling about it is, is true. When we feel, when, we, when you made that statement, you, may, you felt it because it was true, and when we feel that we feel that peace, love, and joy, it's because it's true. It's in alignment with, with, with what our higher self believes mm-hmm. our higher self believes our, our higher selves our, our channel to source knows that to be true. And that's why it feels good. So whenever we have thoughts that feel good, whenever our self talk or, or, or any, any, any thoughts that we're having, if they feel good, it's because they're in alignment with our higher self. Mm-hmm. When they don't feel good, it's obviously a sign that we're not in alignment with our higher self. So creating from a sense of, um, you know, I, yes, I have free choice there to it, to an extent you do, but it's like, how long do you want to play in that reality? How long do you want to play in? um, And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we came here for that And, and there's nothing wrong with not ascending. There's nothing wrong with not embodying your higher self in this lifetime. Not, we didn't all come here to do that. Some of us came here just to like, I just want a 3D reality. I just want to experience this. And there's totally fine with that. We, our soul, each soul's you know, path came in here with, with, a, with, a, with their own um, you know, purpose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Most of us came in to embody our higher selves. So, yes, you, you have a choice. You're always you're always choosing, and there's no right or wrong way. It's not like you're you're going to be judged if you if you if you if you make a different choice, right? Because who's judging? Nobody's judging. Your higher self certainly isn't going to judge, right? And often, sometimes you may just get pulled out, right? You may move on to a different experience. So there's no right or wrong way to do it, and 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 yeah, you do have free will. And it's using the feeling to be your your navigational tool, and to what feels in alignment with with truth for me, because that truth is always what feels good in your heart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hope I answered your question. I, it was a it was it I, was a little co- different parts to that question. <laughs> I.
2: Yeah, there there was definitely a lot there that that landed, um, and certainly aligns with with my my perspectives and beliefs. Um, I want to ask: Is embodying your higher self and aligning with a joy synonymous? Can we say that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think the more you embody, the more the more joy you you feel because ultimately you're raising your your frequency to that energy of love and joy, which is your your true nature, and it's it's really about adapting the nervous system Mm -hmm. to handle that a light to handle that um, that that amount of light that comes in from your higher self and your your natural state is joy like joy love like these frequencies are they're not something you attain they're actually part of your essence they're part they're, they're 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 how you were made so they're a natural part of you
2: i feel like we've come up with all these different um Puzzle pieces that <laughs> fit together for a, a beautiful picture, and I'm like zooming out and I'm seeing the the beautiful picture coming together. Um, I think what will just kind of tie it all together in an amazing way is if we came with a came up with a step by step processor um, mm-hmm. using all these pieces that we we've, we've talked about. So uh, the question is, okay, so let's say well, embodying your higher self and mm-hmm. aligning with joy and lining with our, our true nature. They're all one of the same thing. I believe
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> how do we do so? <laughs>
1: um, well, you know, there's different, um, depending on, on where you are on, on your journey, but for, and there, there's so many tools, but, you know, allowing yourself to, um, to use your, use your feelings, right. To use your feelings, to be your guidance and really allowing yourself to be present, taking the responsibility. So working with your emotions is because the the first step to really allowing yourself to be clear and allowing yourself to discern where, like, what should I do next on my journey? What, you know, is, is having a, a clear emotional body, understanding the difference there. So I would say, um, First and foremost is really, you know, you really have to um, take ownership of your, of your emotions first and foremost. Um, That's a step we, 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 no one can skip. Uh, And that alone is going to, is going to bring you so much peace and joy because when your emotional body is not volatile, you know, it doesn't mean you don't feel, it just means it, they, they, they pass through you quicker. You don't hold on to them. So that alone is going to bring you more joy. So when you, when we get clear on emotions, we let go of the drama, right? The drama falls away in our life and things become more easy. We allow them and basically we're just allowing, we're just allowing things to be more easy for ourselves. So we're allowing the higher self to come in we're allowing the higher self to be our guidance. Um, and, and that is, you know, one of the, I mean, there's, you can actually take each tool even listening to the body and and allowing that to take you so far on your journey. there's there's no one way up the mountain. Um, but listening, you know, getting in touch with the emotional body, listening to your higher self, listening to your own guidance, listening to what feels right for you. Um, and watching your perception, watching where your desires are coming from, watching where you're holding on to attachments. Mm -hmm. You know, watching where you're allowing your uh, suffering to be from external circumstances when it's really coming up for you, for you to, to address it. It's coming up for a reason, no matter how it shows up, it's coming up for you because your higher self is showing you this is something that's in your field that needs to wants to be met. So just just meeting everything, we can really just distill it down and meet everything with every moment. There is so much opportunity in every moment. I mean, you could be washing dishes or or cooking something, and or taking a walk. There is not a single moment that doesn't go by where you could have a, a major shift or expansion. You know how how uh, you know letting letting your the the, the desires right fuel into the one desire to know yourself and, and, and taking the opportunity. There's so much opportunity with the, it's immense. I mean, I can't even grasp the, the opportunity that's here right now for us to embody um, this just incredible amounts of energy of our higher self and, and create a world that's beyond our imagination. Um, so really um, just taking ownership, taking ownership of, of your choices, of everything, of every moment, um and yeah it's basically boils down to stepping into your sovereignty right which is what we're all we're all remembering so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's hard to put that in a nutshell it's like putting the whole spiritual (laughs) journey in a nutshell it's like well i don't know how to do that
2: (laughs) i think you did a fantastic job of doing so and here's the the real tussle here's my real test i'm gonna do my best to uh sum it up myself Um, (laughs) and then you can let me know if i if i missed anything um i'm hearing bring love and acceptance to, to to your experience and to what you're feeling um allowing for, for our emotions to to pass through us clearing our emotional body through that practice of simple awareness i, I feel um, mm-hmm. that's that's a big message that's been coming through just like allowing for that process to take place rather than like wrestling trying because it's the resistance that that um creates the suffering yeah the experience of suffering and um so it's through allowing that we we realign ourselves with 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 our true nature, which is, is one of joy. Um,
3: yeah. Did I miss anything?
1: No, it's perfect. As you were as I was listening to you, the uh, one of the thing that was coming through is um, uh, you know, in and, and to remind all of us, right, is that, you know, it's not personal, right? all the suffering, all the things, it's not personal, you know, our higher selves are, are, we're perfect. We're perfect. Love, light, and joy. So everything that we're experiencing, you know, it's, it's not a reflection of, of, of who we are. It's just a reflection of what we came here to let go of, you know, we all chose a different body. We chose different uh, things to overcome. So it's, it's not taking it personally Uh, is, is, it, you know another way to shift our perspective and uh not um letting us get caught up in the drama of our lives <laughs> mm. yeah but beautiful love it thank
2: you thank you for for bringing through all this uh, profound wisdom um i feel my resistance being let go of <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: um, i think a big part of that for me is is reconciling uh, you know, trusting the the universe and knowing that I am deserving of, worthy of um, all that I desire and mm-hmm. also trusting that my concept of what I desire may be distorted and what is here available to me, uh, what the universe has in store for, for us is, is greater than we, we might even imagine. So yeah, um, let the universe take the lead.
1: Yeah. Perfect. I love that you said that. It's like the perfect, um, uh, uh, synopsis of everything, right?
2: <laughs> we got one more fun thing to okay. to wrap up on. Ready for the ascending round, Avelina?
1: Uh, what is this? Uh, no, what this
2: is. <laughs> you're about to find out okay. uh, the ascending round is a series of quick fire, quick answer questions.
0: Oh, um, okay.
2: Yeah. There, there's some of my, my favorites and then we save it for the end for, for this. Okay. And the last one is like the grand finale question.
0: Okay.
2: You ready? Mm, I'm ready. No, um, we'll start simple. What book have you read that comes closest to being a must read?
3: Oh, I haven't read
1: a lot of books lately. Um, There was one I read years ago that was very good called The Marriage of Spirit. Uh, I think it was by Leslie Temple Thurston.
2: Cool. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Yeah what one new practice perspective or lesson have you integrated or have you been integrating in the past six months that has had the greatest impact on your experience?
1: Ooh, uh, I've been experimenting experimenting with different breath work, breath, breaths. So that has been extremely impactful, um, for me. Um, I've done breath work over the years. I've done a lot of breath work, but exper- uh, different mudras, different uh, types of breaths, um, have been profound in shifting Beautiful. energy in my body. Yeah.
2: Amazing. Um, some of the listeners to the show might know that I'm a big, big proponent of breath work. Yeah. Um, I've going been going pretty deep with it. Uh, there's yeah. actually a community out here. It's so cool. Um, A friend of mine, he's a a facilitator of a method that he downloaded and came through it. Uh, But then he's also taught a a bunch of different facilitators in this Mm -hmm. method. It's called elemental rhythm. And I've been to a few of these types of sessions. And the last one I went to, I think I cried like five times (laughs) (laughs) with the amount of release and healing that took place. Uh, So-
1: Yeah, uh, it's huge. Mm -hmm. I love breathwork. I, I mean- I wouldn't say I'm addicted to red breath work, but if there's one thing to be addicted to, breath work would probably be one of, one of the best things. But yeah, I absolutely love you. I, there's, I, there's not a day go by, day that goes by that I'm, I'm not doing breath work.
2: Beautiful. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to have to ask you later about some of the specific yeah. uh, practices that you've been exploring. With. Okay. Yeah. But sure. To those listening, breath work. Kind. <laughs> um,
1: All breath work is good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Okay. So we're going to pick up, uh, what does it mean to ascend?
1: Um, if I could distill it down to one sentence, I would say, um, it's bringing your higher, bringing your God self into your physical body. So I would call it an ascend, not an ascend.
2: Then your next question is how do we ascend?
1: Mm. Uh, well, through a lot of the discussion that we've had, um,
3: how could I make that into one sentence? Um, <laughs> as I said that, I got breath <laughs> mm. as I was breathing. Um there's so many things that want to come through with that. Um,
1: I don't know how to put that in one sentence. There's, there's so much. Um, yeah. I would just say then um, allowing yourself to be aware of, you know, being mindful as much as you can throughout your moments. If, if, if if that would to be uh, something a thread to carry out through your day is to always watch what you're choosing, I think always watching what you're choosing.
2: Wow. Amazing way of distilling it in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Cause everything, it's a choice, right? Everything's a choice. Every moment's a choice. Where are you going to put your awareness as a choice? What What are you, how are you going to perceive this as a choice? Uh, what, what's coming up in your field? Are you going to choose to look at it or not? Are you going to choose to react from that energy? Um, are you going to choose to
2: to be in the stillness. Awesome. Yeah. Wait, one last grand finale question. It's my favorite one on the show. Ready? Mm-hmm. Avelina, you just realized the power to telepathically communicate to all of humanity. <laughs> what
3: do you say? The first thing that came to me was just that remember that you are love. That you are love. That that is your natural state of being. And allowing yourself to remember that. To let go. Let go of the drama. Let go of the attachments, breathe, and be free. We're all here to be free in this timeline, and that possibility is there for every one of us, every single one of us. And it's really just a state of feeling. And if we allow it, it's there. It's just allowing allowing our allowing our true nature to come through. It's asking.
1: I almost
2: don't want to talk.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I
1: know it's like like wordless, right? Like as soon as it dropped in, I was just like, it's like what I got to put words to this. It's like, uh, Mm. it's like source just, it's like, wow. It's like incredible.
2: I think you did an incredible job of translating those frequencies. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you
1: say that because I'm not typically one with, with, that's great with words. So, um, I tend to uh fumble when it comes to language. So
2: yeah, I wouldn't have guessed what <laughs> all of the, uh, the profound wisdom that you you've shared with us today. So oh. with that being said, I wanna I wanna thank you for, for being the the translator of <laughs> love and these these frequencies um that's been coming through into, yeah. into these messages that I, I know are going to to serve so many that, that tune in for this. Yeah I tune into this and I also want to thank you for, um, for just being, for being the, the invitation into just joy and surrender, as I've shared before, um, and for your service to, to humanity.
1: Well, Thank you. And likewise, the feeling is completely mutual. And I'm so grateful to, to be here and, and share the space. It was quite uh, beautiful and, mm-hmm. and very enjoyable.
2: I'm glad you felt that way.
1: I did. Yeah.
2: We will definitely, um, include the links to, to your website and social media and all that in the, uh, the show notes to the episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. But is there anything in particular that, that you want to, to put out there and, uh, share an invitation into?
1: Um, you mean as far as my offerings or yeah. Um, well I just finished a series, um, that's coming to completion and, um, I, I'm, I am doing sessions right now, but I'll be, I'll be traveling soon. But when I return, I'll be doing a, a series of what's coming through. is uh, interesting. Is going to be on uh, astral uh, using our our tools. You know, we have all these tools that we do in 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 our waking state, but then we have you know we're asleep a lot a lot of the time, and so transferring a lot of the tools uh, for spiritual growth and evolution into the dream state and astral realm. And I have quite a bit of, um, experience with lucid dreaming ever since I was young. It's one of the things that catapulted me into uh, to waking up. Uh, so, uh, I've learned quite a bit, uh, in lucid dreaming and astral traveling. Um, uh, and there's a lot of things that just that want to be shared. So, um, it will be in that. I don't know how the dates for it yet, but that's kind of like, um, the topic of what I'll be introducing next, which is totally different than what I've been doing, but it'll yeah. be more fun, I guess. <laughs> but that's what wants to come through. So, yeah. Um,
2: uh, it's kind of crazy to think that we, we didn't touch on any of that. Um, I know. I, yeah. Cast number two.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it makes sense, right? There's this whole other uh, aspect of us that when we're sleeping, uh, that we can use to evolve. Yeah. And so why not use those that that time and dream state to um help ourselves evolve more spiritually?
2: Well, for my own curiosity, is this um at least with the way that you're framing it, is this work that is going to be done in um the dreams that we're we're already having at sleep, or are you also Both. including yeah. inducing? inducing
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah, do you teach well, that that tech, like, um, technically
1: Yeah, we will be exploring a lot of different things. One of the things that I did when I first woke up is I I was avidly lucid dreaming a lot and had done so my whole life. And uh, I did this exercise to go out know, do an astral projection, you know, from a waking state. And I went out of body and uh, that was one of the things that catapulted me in, in my awakening. So there's, there's many things that there's many layers to the astral realm. It's, it's quite a large dimension. Uh, and we have many different types of dreams. You know, we have subconscious dreams. We have, you know, lucid dreams where we're, we're dealing with our conscious, we have learning dreams. So there's a whole, it's a, it's a whole massive topic of, of how we can, um, uh, access, uh, our information from our higher selves and let go and process things, uh, during the astral realm and use it as, you know, as any tool that we, we do even in a waking state. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun and interesting. Is a, this uh,
2: a live experience or yeah. something that, okay. And yeah. What's... It'll
1: be like a live series that um, people can sign up for and we'll be on a group call together and there'll be assignment. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to unfold, but it'll, it'll be a uh, m- more participation than just showing up for a class.
2: Okay, and is there a start yeah. date?
1: Uh, probably it'll be in July. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, I also I'm gonna thank you for for putting out awareness uh, around this area because I'm I'm fascinated by it. I've dabbled, yeah. but uh, nothing too too deep. So it's, it's
1: fascinating. It's fascinating when you get really. Uh, uh, you know, when you get efficient in 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 navigating the astral realm, it can be uh, quite amazing. Mm. You have amazing experiences, but um, yeah, it's shifting those experiences into the physical, into the conscious waking state. So it'll be a a, a very fun exploration. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I think um, to anyone listening, this might be a really great way to to step into this type of yeah. Exploration.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Avelina, thank you again so much for, for this amazing thank conversation you. and for joining me. Thank you, the Brian. Show. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to putting this one out there.
1: All right. All right. Thank yes. you so much.
2: Senders, that is going to be it for my conversation with Avelina Malin. I trust that it was able to support you in embodying your true nature and aligning with the frequency of joy which is one of the same thing because if there was any message that was just coming through so strongly for me during this conversation it was this your true nature is one of love and joy and it's in surrendering to the guidance the intelligence of the universe and letting go of our limiting concepts stories that we tell ourselves that we create space for this Thank you to all of you that have been doing this work of embodying your true nature, embodying joy, and in doing so, supporting this collective in being so as well. Senders, before we go, if this episode has served you, I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening to this to, and leave me a comment and a review. I'd love to know what you thought about the show. This really helps the show and the content and getting out to to more people, assisting more in their process. And on that note, if there's anyone in your life that you feel would benefit from listening to this episode, I encourage you to share them the link to this episode and assist them in their process too. And lastly, Ascenders, you know I got to put the invitation out one more time. The Ascend Academy is uniting and activating awakened leaders. We're coming together. We're learning from each other. We're co-creating some magical and powerful experiences with one another. And it's just been a whole lot of fun. I'd love to have you be a part of this and get to experience this for yourself because there's not much I can say that can speak to the potency and just how powerful it is being a part of these experiences that we've been having with the other activated members. If you're feeling the resonance, you're hearing the call, I'm going to encourage you to answer because that's always for a reason. You could head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com to join the Ascenders community and perhaps become our newest activated member senders that's going to be it for this episode of awaken i want to thank you for being here with us on this planet at this time in this moment of our ascension until next time keep ascending